What's going on, Internet? The Black Okage here, a.k.a. TBH. And to be honest, um, I don't even want to do like my whole like intro. The welcome to Hokage thoughts. There ain't no show. The show where ain't no hoes. Oh, my goodness. Or all that other shit, because for full transparency, um, your boy is sad. Um, my spirit is broken. I am stressed out. And um, I don't have any show notes today, <laughs> but I decided, you know, the show must go on because first and foremost, for full transparency, I have like advertisers, which means this show is on a set schedule. So I have an episode due and it has to get done. And even though I'm going through some stuff the past week, like as a man, that's kind of just like the plight of a man. Like you just got to get it done. Like the show must go on and I must truck through this shit. So understand that I have no show notes. Uh, I'm not in a joking fucking mood. I've been going through some bullshit, some some stuff in my personal life. And I just decided to cut the mic and the camera on. And I decided to speak from the heart and just be vulnerable. <laughs> And uh, I know some people are going to laugh at me. But I, honestly, I'm at a point where I don't give a fuck. So I'm just going to say some real shit, bro. So let's back it up, man. What's the what's the what's the kid been going through? The, the sad Kage. I think that's what I'm going to call this episode. The sad Kage. I'm going to be blowing my nose too a lot. <clears throat> So y'all know I've been working out like crazy. I have no fitness update for y'all because I haven't been weighing myself, but I feel like I look thinner. I'm still doing fine. But this past week has been, it's been rough for me because I started, I ordered, so I was getting kind of tired of doing, you know, calisthenics and I decided to order some weights um, off Amazon because they were on sale for prime day and weights came in and i started weightlifting again and it's the first time i've weightlifted in like a year since like maybe like february it's been almost a year and uh i kind of i kind of dove into the deep and i have a lot of experience weightlifting i know what i'm doing in terms of form and shit but i didn't you know i'm detrained i didn't ease into it my dumbass decided to do a routine where i worked myself a little bit too hard and i ended up getting bicep what's called bicep tendonitis and basically what it is is like crazy inflammation in your arms you can get it in like pretty much anything in your body but i got it in my arms because i was working arms that day and shoulders and stuff and like my arms were like swollen up so freaking bad like that episode of spongebob where he was trying to get his muscles with larry the lobster with the inflatable muscles and shit so my and like i was in so much pain like i have a very high threshold for pain because i have a background in, in wrestling and shit so a lot of things honestly don't bother me it's really hard to break my spirit but I my I, I was in so much pain that like I had to sit my ass down for like this whole week. Uh, I could not move my arms past like a certain angle, like a 90. I was walking around like at a 90 degree angle for days at a time. I could not do anything. I couldn't edit video. So it forced me to sit down, which I don't do a lot and just do nothing. And one of the hardest one of the hardest things that I have to deal with is um I'm always the person that everybody comes to for help. Everybody leans on. 
whether it's family or friends or like other content creators, they always ask me for help. And I've always struggled with the concept of like, who do who do I call on when I need help? Because everybody views me as like this very strong person. And sure, I am. But it's real sad boy hours right now because I was sitting at the I was sitting around the couch. I was sitting on the couch a lot and it it, it caused me to do a lot of self-reflection and a lot of bull and think about a lot of things. And it just made me like really sad. Like, I guess I came to the realization that I use my my work to deal with the with certain things and I don't spend enough time thinking about other things. And um, freaking I just came to the conclusion that it's like, you know what it is? It's like, um, I guess COVID finally kind of like broke my spirit, I guess. Uh, it, it, I, if you ever heard the 808 and Heartbreak album from Kanye, I think it's the opening track and, I, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says something along the lines of um, where he was like, you know, my friends are showing me pictures of their kids and all I could show them was pictures of my new bins or something like that. And that's that's how I've been feeling. Um, and it's for like a multitude of reasons. Um, it's like, yo, just like for full transparency reasons. And like, I'm not doing this to like flex, but like, just to give you an example, like that shit about money, not, it can't bring you happiness. That shit is real, man. That shit is real. I was sitting in the couch, just sitting in my quiet, sitting there doing nothing. And it was just quiet. And I have nobody. I have, I have no family fucking with COVID. And then with COVID, you know, I don't get to see certain people as much anymore. So it forced me to sit in my quiet and I'm like, I'm just sitting around in my house and I'm looking, I'm like, yo, I have all this nice shit. I have a lot of nice shit, man. I like, and like I said, to be, to be transparent and like, I'm not trying to flex nobody, but like in the month of November, 2020, I'm probably going to gross between like 30 and $40,000 like alone. And like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, yo, I'm making good money now. And I'm looking around, I'm looking at all the nice stuff in my house and I'm just like, none of it matters if you don't have anybody. And I guess what I was already kind of sad about that, thinking about that and the holidays are coming up. I always spend the holidays alone because I have nobody. Um, you know, the only person I have a really good like relationship with is like my mother. Um, I have an older sister. She hates me for whatever reason. <laughs> brothers they hate me i've never done nothing to them but for whatever reason i'm the black sheep in my family and the only person who shows me love is my mother and the gi boy so i'm just sitting there like damn i don't got i got all this money and nothing to show for it that shit sucks man it fucking sucks but what really fucking broke my spirit is I let somebody down that means a lot to me the one thing that means a lot to me the most fucking I'm over here fucking let me blow my nose that's gonna be the theme of this episode it's not gonna be let me get a swig of water it's gonna be let me blow my nose fucking but what really like kind of I was sad, but what really broke my spirit is how much I let down. Like, I got a booger. 
I'm sorry, uh, this this episode is gross. <laughs> Fucking my um someone who's like important to me in my life, my significant other. <sighs> Fucking we had a conversation and it kind of went left and it was like it wasn't like an angry conversation or like that, but like she kind of lashed at laughed <laughs> she lashed out at me um in an emotional way. Um and what I mean is like I don't want to go too much into detail. Cause none of y'all goddamn business but she was like basically i focus too much on work and like ever since i and and i am guilty of this i am guilty of this ever since covid hit uh i guess i haven't been i haven't given as many words of encouragement my communication has been lacking the effort there and i've just kind of buried myself in my work and i kind of forgot about her and like it was like a flood of emotions that came at me from her like not like anger one but she was like crying and like i'm crying on the phone and like i could really it's one of those like love is a crazy thing dog if you never felt it and it, it, i'm not gonna lie to me lie it's really hard for me to deal with this type of stuff because i'm not gonna lie to you the way that i viewed women before i had met her like they was like whatever to me it was just kind of like I, I always felt like I could just like this one. I don't want to lose. I guess this one is this one is different, very much different. I like I remember I remember she went on a trip and she was by herself and it was her first time going on a trip. And she like texted me when she got off the plane and like I could literally feel her anxiety through the phone. Like that's the level of connection. Like when she was texting me, I literally could feel what she felt like. That's the level of connection that we have. And it's like, once I found that, I didn't want to lose it. And like, that was the level of connection that we had the other night. And that conversation kind of broke my spirit to hear that I had disappointed her so much because I do love that woman. Um, and all she ever asked for was my attention and words of encouragement and support. And it's not that I wasn't doing that, but it's like I could do it better. And I know I can. And I've been drowning myself in my work with COVID. And then I've been stressed out too. I have things going on behind the scenes, things I've been working on, big bags. But it's like none of that shit, make, none of it fucking matters, man. None of it matters if you have nothing to show for it. Um, So it was like we had a heart to heart conversation. And that shit like broke my spirit and then allowed me to fester kind of in my thoughts even more about I first of all, I think I'm going to just start taking more days off, at least like the weekends. Like I just been streaming too much, been making too many damn videos. And it's like, does all the extra money matter? Like when all she wants is my attention and my affection, um, especially when she's going through her own her own type of bullshit uh and the answer is no the the most important thing in life is relationships and i think that that's what covid has shown me and i think everybody i think everybody's lonely especially like i put out a tweet the other day and like saying ask me questions for the podcast and uh literally half the questions are like how do you deal with shit in like covid and like you see like fucking this shit like finally broke my spirit and, like it's, it's at the point where it's like, I feel like people are going to laugh at me for like this episode, but the show must go on. That is one of that is one of the plights of being a man that I think women will never understand this play. This is all over the place. I apologize. Um, 
some women don't want to hear this shit, but like when you a beautiful woman, I think a lot of women know like deep down if they want to, they can they can just get married and live off a of dude. Like the plight of a man is like it doesn't nobody gives a fuck about you, bruh. Nobody gives a fuck about you. And so it's like you can live, you can surf couch surf and live with a woman as a man, but it's always temporarily. They're eventually they're gonna kick you out. And that's what I mean. Nobody you as a man, you had to get up and get it. Even on days where like this day where like I just don't want to deal with shit. I was like, fuck it, I'm still gonna record an episode. And the one person that I wanted to make happy is like I'm not making them happy. Uh so I guess I gotta just improve as a man so like i just been doing a lot of self-reflection thinking about what it takes to be a better person what i need to pay attention more to because you don't want to end up like me you don't want to end up like a lot of people like me where you're just sitting around is like i got all this stuff but like y'all some of y'all don't understand how lucky you are that you get to wake up and you just get to talk to people like, it's really fucking weird. I don't have anybody to talk to. That's part of the reason that I work out, like, on my balcony because my neighbors are out there. It's almost, it's like the only type of interaction. Like, sometimes people walk by and say, hey, how you doing? And, like, that's, like, the most interaction that I get, like, during the day. I don't get to talk to anybody. Uh, it's probably why I've been, like, streaming so much more. Being able to, I generally do, like, entertaining people and making jokes. That's kind of how I deal with shit. But none of that matters if the people who are closest to you and the people that you love are disappointed in you. And you know that you can do better. And that's why I broke. I guess I'm just so I was so blind to this shit, like the shit that was right in front of me, especially because I know that that person deals with a lot of internal issues. And it was really fucked up of me. To. I like so the way I was raised is I was raised up like the kind of like the suck it up type shit. You know, my dad was in the military, so it was like kind of suck it up, suck it up. And like in the back of my head, like some subconsciously, I guess for me, I thought, oh, it should be all right. I should be all right. Um, just being totally insensitive to that person's feelings. And and now I realized as I got older, it's really funny. It's really weird because I remember Siggy was telling me it was like a couple months ago. He's like, dude, it's fucking weird. He's like, like once I hit my 30s and he's like, I started having kids. He's like, I just got way more sensitive. He's like, he's like, I catch myself crying during like during like certain movies and shit. And that's how I feel nowadays. Like, fuck, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. To be like transparent, this is the second podcast I've done this weekend. I had to do I had to do the GI podcast yesterday, and I was feeling down yesterday too. And Fucking even like JG was like fucking I'm sorry. Even JG was like, yo, he was like, you good, my nigga. Cause I broke down like 10, 10 minutes before we were supposed to record. And I think that episode hasn't dropped yet. I didn't cry during that episode, none of it, but I think you can sense it. I wasn't focused, I wasn't talking. The episode was short. He was like He's an like I never seen you like this. I mean, he was cool though. He talked me through it though. <laughs> My anxiety's through the fucking roof. I am stressed the fuck out. But like I said, the show must go on. <laughs> what was I talking about? I'm sorry. 
I'm all over the place. I said something about Siggy. Oh, um, and oh, being insensitive and unempathetic. I'm a real hard ass. I had some really good heart to heart conversations with some friends. And like, I had a conversation with like heaven and she was telling me that like, one of the things she loves about me is she's like, you give that tough love. And she's like, I absolutely need it sometimes. But she's like, sometimes you are like a hard ass too much. And you need to soften up sometimes. She's like, especially, he's like, you don't have to say I had to do it with me. He's like, especially with your woman. She needs those words of encouragement, especially because I know that she deals with things internally like depression and stuff especially with COVID, everybody's dealing with depression and it's so fucking insensitive of me to not realize that when i'm thinking oh she'll just be okay or you know that suck it up shit anytime i don't give her words of encouragement or something positive um fucking it affects her like tenfold because of her mental issues and that's really fucked up that I, it took that conversation for me to realize that. And I just felt like a bad person. And heaven was telling me that she was like, I love that you, that you give that tough love. She's like, we all need that. But sometimes, you know, motherfuckers just need a hug, man. I was like, damn, bro. I feel like a fucking idiot, man. Sometimes things are so simple, but you just don't see it. It'd be right in front of you and you just don't see it. <sighs> so I've been focusing on. Uh, I've been focusing on communication. That is the key. Being totally honest and like transparent about how I feel about certain things. And I guess I've been distant too towards that person. Because I feel like it takes two to tango and sometimes I guess I was feeling alone and I didn't get the attention when I wanted it. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this. And I guess I didn't have the best responses. Um, shit is just life is crazy, man. Life is fucking crazy. I, I tell you this much. Communication is key. Tell people what you want and make sure to listen to what people want and listen to understand. I guess sometimes I wasn't listening to understand, but listening to, you know, it's like I, I'll, I, I, I'll take advice sometimes, but I guess I also want to make sure I get my point across. I want to, I want to make sure I score a point versus just like, okay, I understand. I understand where we're going. Um, and like, I apologize and I'm gonna do better versus like, I guess I'm learning when you're having a conversation with somebody, don't don't uh try to bring up your grievances with them when they bring up something with you just listen to what they're saying and take it to heart and improve and bring it up some other time because then it comes across like you're trying to be argumentative versus you're just trying to listen understand compromise and grow as a person so you know listen and actually try to understand because i'm gonna tell you right now this shit sucks um Every holiday season, I'm alone and fucking once again, COVID, I'm going to be alone. I've been invited to, I've been, Heaven was nice enough to invite me to come hang with her family in Baltimore and I appreciated that. 
It sucks, man. It fucking sucks. I remember somebody had said in my chat, it was like, yo, you people who get money, like y'all always say that shit don't bring happiness. No, that shit is real, bro. That shit is real. It does not bring you happiness. Um, my happiness comes from the fact that I have very good relationships with people, but ever since COVID hit, I guess I've been very neglectful of those relationships and I haven't been doing what I was supposed to do. And I just been focusing on getting money. Uh, money itself does not make me happy. Uh, if anything, it just brings security. It's the thrill of the hunt that makes me happy. I just like accomplishing things and doing things, but like sitting all that money sitting in your bank account it's like what did you just look at it there's only so many things you can buy i seen a video the other day where he was saying um money doesn't buy happiness but it buys um like temporary like satisfaction uh but like happiness is an internal thing you have to decide to be happy all you're deciding is to click buy on amazon you know what i'm saying uh so that kind of hit home with me and there was another video the universe has just been speaking to me there was another video i seen on TikTok. this dude was like it was so random this dude was like yo i'm 31 he's like i got three nice vehicles and he was showing them on the camera he said i got three nice vehicles he said i got this big ass house all this land he had a lot of land too he was a country dude but he was like don't none of this shit mean nothing he's like i have nobody to share it with nobody to hang out with and that shit like hit home with me and now like it's been multiple videos on tiktok that's like the algorithm has just been recommending me that shit time after time after time again and then there was another video that tiktok recommended me the other day too uh and he was talking about something that drake practices i forgot the name of it it's some jewish word where he was talking about the control of your emotions and not taking things personal when like your partner says it uh so that you can listen to understand kind of like back to what I was going back to what I was saying earlier um he was like when somebody says something to you take a deep breath and control your emotions and listen to understand what they say and empathize what they say so that you two can grow together and don't spring stuff on them because then it just creates an argument and the goal is you know relationships and to do better um I was like damn that shit like kind of resonated with me uh my goal is never to argue with the person but now i realize that's probably how it comes across so i just need to take stuff uh take stuff with stride take a deep breath and just just fucking listen just fucking listen i guess i'm just so hard-headed the thing about like success is like and somebody asked this question i don't even know if i'm gonna answer questions but uh uh, I don't think anybody asked that question. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Um, somebody had a God damn. Nobody did ask. The thing about success is it makes you very confident to the point where it gives you like I, I have ego to a certain extent. If you if you present facts to me and you tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I think it shows like on the podcast. Ethos will correct me plenty of times. And I'll be like, oh, my bad. So like facts are a stubborn thing. I, I will listen, but you got to present them very well. But there's a little bit of ego involved. Like when you have a certain level of success, like that Kanye song, once again, is true. You can't tell me nothing. Uh, so it, it sucks that it took damn near me losing almost somebody important to me for me to realize like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know everything. You don't know everything. And that's cool. That is fucking 
that is fucking cool and I, I you know what else hit me too like it was really hard uh he's going through this bullshit um me disappointing my partner feeling alone uh my body being physically weak uh and my mom was like texting me she was just talking about how much she loves my girl my, my mother loves my girl bro. she's like that's a good woman and like she doesn't even know that like we currently is like going through some bullshit uh and the timing was just immaculate it's like damn i wanted to take her home and like introduce her but it's like you know baby steps once you gotta we've had some conversations i feel a little bit better about the situation now afterwards i think the healing has begun but begun but i will say you know that's why i put that tweet out you know tell people you love them before it's too late people were responding they thought somebody died no nobody died for me um actually somebody did die that was another thing i had a panic attack like three weeks ago that was pretty rough for me we're all working out from home now these days and the best way to stay motivated is by listening to your favorite music the problem is headphones can be expensive and you want something that gives you the best bang for your buck so you need to check out the wireless earbuds from raycon you already know raycon earbuds start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and the sound is just as amazing as other top audio brands you know their newest model the everyday e25 earbuds are their best one yet with six hours of playtime, seamless bluetooth pairing more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable they're perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts like hokage thought what makes raycon wireless earbuds a game changer for me is just the fact that they stay in my ear uh, i've dealt with other brands and a lot of times when you move around just a little bit they fall out of your ears they come with different uh, earbud sizes but the ones that were default i put them in my ear and i've had no problem with them so they're very fun to work out with with this wireless earbud set unlike some other wireless brands raycon's earbuds are more stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls you've heard me talk about how the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith. They're all obsessed with Raycon. So pick up a pair and see what the hype is about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. And since they're a sponsor of the show, you can get 15% off your order if you go to buyraycon.com slash Hokage. That's buyraycon.com slash Hokage for 15% off Raycon's wireless earbuds. That's buyraycon.com slash hokage I, uh, that's when it really like the first has started i had like a panic attack because i think i talked about it on another podcast and i apologize i'm all over the place i talked about it in another podcast i think i don't know if i went into detail but just to reiterate um so one of my cousins got murdered and like late last year like right before i had moved to florida um i know i don't talk about it a lot uh because to me it's not really cool to sit there and I don't want to be a hood booger. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in any of that shit. Like, yeah, my dad, I, I, I tell people I lived a very interesting life. Yeah, my dad was in the military, but I didn't live a spoiled life. Um, I tell people I went to school during the school year. I went to school in the suburbs. And I guess that's how why I'm so well spoken. I have a better education, probably. But during the summers, I spent my summers in the hood. Uh, so I, I, I've walked both paths of life. And I've been in multiple, like my family's from the South side of Chicago. I got a lot of family in Atlanta. So I spent a lot of time. And then my mom's side, they from East St. Louis, which for those of you unfamiliar, East St. Louis is a city across the bridge from St. Louis. It's not the East side of St. Louis. East St. Louis is in Illinois. Anybody who knows from East St. Louis ain't shit there. It's like fucking Cleveland, to be honest. It's mini Cleveland. 
it's a shithole. Like, my family comes from the hood, for real. And I spent a lot of time in the fucking hood, too. Uh, so, like, I always hated that term, army brat. Because I'm not a fucking army brat. Like, I've been through some bullshit. And not only that, I lived in the hood, too. Uh, not, I lived in the hood. But, it's like, I lived in the hood during the summers, during my childhood. But I spent a lot of my time, my adults, my, my early 20s in the hood, too. When I moved out of my parents' house, I moved into the hood. I did not want to live with my, my mom and dad anymore. And, like, I was willing to go live in a bad neighborhood just to start my own life. Um, and my dad was mad at me. He did not want me to, but I was like, I got to do what I got to do. Cause the problem with me and my dad is like, he has a very, he's very alpha and I am too. And the thing about alphas is two alphas can't exist in one household. And that's why I felt like I had to leave. I feel like I had purpose and I felt like, you know, I'm gonna do it. So I, and you know, I'm an adult. You can't run. A, I was an adult. I was like, I was like 18 or 19. You can't run away when you're an adult. So I was like, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. So I moved out. I was living in the hood, um, for like a good five years. Uh, I was living in Oxon Hill, Maryland, for those of you unaware. Um, I don't know. I don't know if y'all remember there was a story during the Popeye's chicken craze, the sandwich. I'm sorry that I'm all over the place during the Popeye's chicken craze. Uh, the sandwiches when they first came out, there was a man that got murdered in Maryland uh, over that chicken sandwich. And like that was like right up the street from where I used to have live. I, I was telling people, I was like, that's crazy. That I was like, I'm glad I got about that situation. I used to live like right down the street from the project. So people that would be like, yo used to used to be like a certain type of way in your videos like when i used to troll in them call of duty videos the reason being is because like psychologically i was fucked up in a sense that like i dead ass used to have roaches on my feet um i dead ass used to have like roaches there was so many times where like i was recording videos and like a roach would crawl across my foot or like i see one scurry across the floor of the wall i had rats a couple times um and that shit fucked with me that's why i had like a certain level of like aggression and desire and just pumping out content because i wanted to get out of my situation um why am i even talking about that i don't even know um i'm so sorry i'm all over the place i don't even know where i'm going with this um why why did i bring that up oh the different walks of life thing yeah so just to give you an example like my life wasn't it wasn't all sunshine and farts and shit. i've been through a lot of bullshit. A lot of shit that my parents don't know about. I just don't bring up. Like I said, I used to live right across the street from the projects. Um, and now, uh, now that I'm, now that I'm getting money, it doesn't, doesn't make you happy. Make sure that you're, you're mindful of what other people, the people, if you care about people, make, make sure you're mindful of their needs before it's too late. That's why I put out that tweet. Nobody, oh, I was talking about my cousin and like my life, yeah, because people didn't understand. So like going back to my cousin, I had had a panic attack like three weeks ago. I didn't even tell nobody in GI. Like I just fucking fell to the floor like bawling, crying and shit. And I guess I just didn't, had, I hadn't dealt, dealt with it. Like I said, the way I deal with stuff is I just work. I work and just distract myself to an unhealthy point where like it balls up and then fucking I just break down. And, um, out of the, out of the, out of the blue, out of the blue, my mom, she had sent me a, uh, she had sent me a picture. It was an old picture from the nineties. I was a kid judging by the picture. I don't think I was older than like five or six. And, uh, in that picture, it fucked me up because in that picture, it was me. It was my dog. Uh, it was my cousin and it was my oldest sister. 
and in that picture see i told you my older sister i don't have any type of relationship with her she can't stand me i don't know what i did to her i don't feel like i ever did nothing to her but she's always just fucking hated me for whatever reason since we were kids i told you like there's like a story of one time where she tried to get me jumped when i went like my, my first day of high school by some people and the only reason i didn't get jumped is because the dudes pulled up on me and they was like we don't even know you dude like your sister's filed for that shit but that's that's my family um and it's the story of my life too adversity um so like to me there was an x on her face because there's no relationship there my dog is dead that was my buddy he was fucking dead that shit made me a little sad but what fucked me up the most is my cousin was in that picture and anybody who's familiar with um black culture knows that although he was biologically my cousin we grew up in the same household for the most part so he was pretty much my brother we grew up together so like a lot of times we'll call it in black culture we'll call our cousins like our brother or sister and that picture fucked me up because he was in that picture like smiling and shit and i'm like looking at it and i'm like yo this nigga's dead for real bro and like just to reiterate for those of you because i don't even know if i told the story i remember i tweeted about it it was a real cryptic tweet but i just said yo anybody who in that street shit stay out of that shit man that shit is for the birds man that shit don't lead to nothing positive yeah i know it's harder to it's harder to do something positive and you don't make no you don't make as much money but please stay out of that shit bro this thing is dead bro that shit like hit me for real it it fucked me up because the way this nigga went out was crazy bro my mom told me this dude was on the news bro east st louis news you might have heard the story if you from the area the st louis the east st louis store uh area this dude made the news uh, my mom told me that he was he was um standing he was just standing outside of the bank and a car pulled up and they shot him um and that was the details in which my mom gave me but my gut tells me there's more to the story like it seemed like he was just an innocent bystander but i was like i knew he, he was in the streets he was a rapper and that's another thing that i felt bad about but i'll give it to that but long story short they they he was standing outside of a bank and a car pulled up and they shot him and then he was laying on the floor bleeding but he didn't die so they got out of the car and they put the gun to his face and executed him shot him in the face like couldn't even like recognize him i guess um and that shit fucked with me because the last time i even like brought up that dude um i remember i made a joke about him on stream i think i played his music on stream he was a rapper his music wasn't the best and i clowned him and instead of supporting him and i remember my mom was saying his music his music got better like i'll admit I, I listened to it again recently when he first came out that shit did suck but it did get better and i felt bad because i clowned him instead of supporting him and now he's gone my mom had told me that like he was moving he was doing shows like in atlanta and shit i could have supported him on my platforms and shit like that and niggas just clapped him bro they clapped him and that shit fuck with me bro so tell people you love them so 
the moral of the story is that shit, yo. The moral of the story is that shit that they say about the funniest people that you know are some of the saddest people. That shit is real. Um, through tragedy comes comedy, and the way I deal with my 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 traumas is I just make jokes. It's the only way I know how to cope with shit because I've been through so much bullshit. Niggas is dying. My family fucking um fucking my living situation at one point just trying to get out of a bad situation in the hood uh to now I found success. I put my head down, and I worked and I'm starting to find that success that I wanted. And I'm still not happy. And the reason being is I let somebody down in my life that was very important to me. Someone that I considered my family. And uh, I don't know if this person is going to listen to this episode. This shit is really sad. But I just want them to know that I do apologize for my behavior. Or shall I say my lack of behavior, my lack of empathy, my lack of care and attention to detail because what's crazy is how i know she's a keeper is i can tell she really doesn't care i mean she likes that i make money you know i'm that nigga and shit but i can care i can tell at the same time she doesn't really care what she cares about is just me encouraging her to be a better person me being charming and romantic that's another thing i just the charm has been gone and it's it's part of covid and i don't have any interaction with any humans it's that it's hard for me to be charming i guess sometimes but like all she cares about is i show her the proper love and affection uh and attention that money shit doesn't matter so i gotta do better and i think that's kind of just the moral of the entire thing um, I think I'm tired of talking. Uh, long story short to wrap this one up because I don't want this one to be too long. I would just like to say that, uh, uh, say, I love you to people say it often. Um, yeah, you know, pursue your ambitions and stuff like that. But none of that means anything. If you don't have anything to, sh- if you don't have anybody to share it with. Be kind to people that show you love. Support people when you can. Um, and know that things will get better. Uh, I had a really good conversation last night with that person. And I felt better afterwards. I feel like things are moving in the right direction again. Who knows what the future will hold. But that being said, you never know. All I can do is put more effort forth. And that's why I said I'm probably going to probably going to cut back on uh the streaming like at least try to take like weekends off i dead ass is working like seven days a week and shit like that and then when i'm not streaming and like the, the working out shit i was working out on stream and then focusing on editing videos all the damn time and sometimes you just need to cut that shit off turn your phone off doesn't matter who's calling you what kind of brand deals or whatever and just give that person your undivided attention my pride is um 
it's like my greatest asset, but it's also my greatest weakness. Um, and to the person that I disappointed, I also want to say that I'm going to be a better man. Uh, because not only do I need to be a better man for you, but for myself. And this has been Hokage Thoughts.